Oh, I see a little baby in our group, an early learner. <laughs> yeah, you're going to see, you know, especially with all the moms in the group, we, you know, we yeah. have kids that are checking in and. I love it. Oh, there's two munchkins there. Oh. <laughs> Mine will probably be joining soon. He's waking up from his swing ride. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We'll teach him early. Teach him young. All right, so let's see. All right. Yeah, you're gonna see, you know, especially all the moms mm -hmm. in my group. We there we go. Oh, cool, cool. Hi. Maybe. I'm gonna make sure that everyone in here. Okay, ready. All right, hello, hello, Facebook. All right, so we're not getting started quite yet. We're making sure that we got the slides going. I am I'm super excited to have Twalia from FreshBooks here with us today. And we're gonna get started in just a minute. Make sure that if you have any questions about FreshBooks, you can, um, if you are on with us in Zoom. You can put them in the Zoom chat. If you're on with us on Facebook, you can put them in the Facebook chat and I'll make sure that we get all of the comments um, to her. If you can, if you're on Facebook and you can hear me, just um, give me a comment, give me a shout out so that I know that we're all good over there. And uh, I hope that you are you are preparing for Thanksgiving because um, pretty much all of our members are in the U.S. So, um, Bethann, there should not be a password for um, for Zoom. So if you check the event, Katie said that it was working and I used the, the link that was in there. So, and I've got a couple of people on with us in Zoom. So, okay, great, awesome. All right, so I'm gonna hit the record button so that we can put this in your members area so you have it to refer back to. Okay, that's so weird because we've got folks in here that don't have the password. All right, hold on, I'm going to, let's see. Invite, copy link. Okay, so here's the link. Oh, there is a password on it now. Okay. All right, there we go. So if you want to come in and join us on Zoom, you can do that. All right, so I am recording to the cloud. We are recording. Awesome. Okay. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Empower Bookkeeper Network. Welcome to this special live call with Twalia, who is the head of a, the accountant channel with FreshBooks. I know I've been talking about this. I've been hyping this up um, because I think there are a lot of really cool things going on with FreshBooks. Um, and so we are gonna get a front row seat into what they are doing. Um, and so take it away, please. And tell us more about yourself and FreshBooks. Excellent. Thanks, Kristen. Thanks so much for the invite. And hi, everybody. Uh, as Kristen mentioned, my name is Twyla and I'm from FreshBooks. And today I'm gonna to walk you through a little bit about our brand new accounting professionals program, share with you, as Krista mentioned, some of the things that we're up to here at FreshBooks. 
and then also give you an, an inside peek into what FreshBooks looks like now, whether you haven't logged in before or you've logged in, but it's been some time, I'll give you kind of a, a high level run through as to what the platform looks like inside of FreshBooks. So as uh, Krista mentioned, my role is head of the accounting channel, which means that I lead the accounting professionals program that we kicked off here at FreshBooks in June of this year. Here's what we'll go through today. Uh, we'll talk a bit about FreshBooks. I'm gonna share with you a workflow that a lot of accounting professionals are using um, the, as kind of the starting point of their engagement with, with FreshBooks and their clients. We're gonna take that look inside FreshBooks. I'll talk to you about the partner program. And then of course, we'll be mindful of the clock and leave some time for Q&A. And I welcome your questions. So uh, go ahead and, and drop those in and, and we'll make sure that we get some time at the end to answer those. All right, let's get started. So let's get to know FreshBooks. And for those of you who don't know FreshBooks, FreshBooks actually started 17 years ago and it began as an invoicing platform. Our CEO and still, still our CEO today and founder, Mike McDermott, he was running a website uh, company or a website design company. And he wanted to create an invoicing solution that was better than what he was using. So he tried using other accounting software, didn't find that to be the right fit, then was using Excel and Word documents. As we know, those are not great tools for invoicing. So he started in 2003 to build something with him and his team to be an invoicing platform. And it was an invoicing platform in the cloud, which really at that time was kind of ahead of its time in terms of it being straight into the cloud and, and being a cloud platform versus being a desktop platform. But it did begin as an invoicing platform. And these are a couple of snapshots of our website from a number of years ago now, where you can really see the origin and the starting point of what FreshBooks was about. Now, since 2003, its feature set has expanded significantly. And then in 2016, FreshBooks launched an entirely new platform. So completely new platform that still had the robustness of the original invoicing platform, but then was also a GL or a general ledger system and was an accounting system. Prior to that, although there was some accounting related features, it wasn't an accounting platform to anybody who's listening to this call. <laughs> and so uh, now with the launch of the new, new platform in 2016, FreshBooks has continued to build out its features for accounting and bookkeeping functionality. And it's only been since 2018 that there was actually financial reports inside of FreshBooks. And so what I, why I like to share this is because if you've ever taken a look at FreshBooks before, and it was a few years ago, you were probably looking at the classic version of FreshBooks, which means you saw very much an invoicing platform versus what we've been up to the last few years, which is creating still the robustness of an invoicing platform, still easy to use and simple to navigate, but has now some of these accounting features and the full GL, double entry accounting, chart of accounts, some of the things that we're gonna dive into later to create a, a full invoicing and a, and a rounded, or a full accounting platform and a rounded out platform. So this is a, a snapshot of our website today, a few of the stats of, of kind of what's gone on with FreshBooks and sort of the volume and, and the reach of FreshBooks in the past 17 years. <clears throat> now today, actually I'll just mention before I flip off this slide, FreshBooks started in Toronto. It's still headquartered in Toronto. In, and now it though has um, three other office locations. So there's an office in Raleigh, 
uh, North Carolina, there's an office in Amsterdam, an office in Croatia, and then we just recently acquired a invoicing platform company uh, based out of Mexico as well. So we're doing a, a lot of uh, kind of global reach now and extending the reach. Predominantly, most of our customers are in North America, uh, truly in the US to be honest, but we're extending that reach and making it more of a global platform by, by creating these other offices and, and setting up localized staff in those locations. Now, when we talk about uh, uh, the software still, as I've mentioned, the robustness of the feature set is greatest around invoicing. And we're gonna take a look at a few of those pieces once we dive right into the platform. But uh, certainly this is still kind of, when we think about a business owner who's being drawn directly to FreshBooks, then they tend to be coming at us looking for an invoicing solution with the accounting, the accounting features being secondary, simply because that's where their needs are and that's where their priorities lie, is getting invoicing out to, to their clients or their customers so that they can get paid. But we know from the other side that there's so much more to accounting and bookkeeping than just invoicing. And so that's where now with the expansion of the feature set that we can do both sides of that. So the number one question that I get asked and that our team inside of the accounting professionals program gets asked is, who is the best fit for FreshBooks? And a lot of times uh, people by default think of FreshBooks as being a great fit for somebody who's brand new in business or part-time, kind of doing the side hustle. And certainly FreshBooks is a good fit for these folks. It's uh, again, a, a solution and a platform that's easy to use and easy to navigate, not overwhelming with features that are beyond the needs of, of this type of client. And so uh, there is a customer base that we do have inside of FreshBooks that does fit this criteria, part-time or new in business. But that's not the only type of, of business that FreshBooks is a fit for. In fact, if anything, I would say it's not the stage of the life cycle or the stage of the business that creates the right fit for FreshBooks. It's actually the type of business. So if I was painting with a really broad stroke, I would tell you that light inventory, light assets is a really good starting point for FreshBooks. And so when you think about your client base, you can think of, I'm sure some who they do carry inventory or they do have a lot of capital assets and that makes their accounting and bookkeeping more complex versus some who maybe just carry light inventory. So one that comes to mind there would be somebody like a e-commerce business where maybe they're, they're either reselling uh, uh, goods when on an as needed or as ordered basis, or maybe they're like a creative who has a few things on hand and, and really makes their creative wares or, or does their work on order, as opposed to warehouses and warehouses of inventory. So self-employed professionals, this is kind of capturing people like lawyers or consultants or engineers or coaches or real estate professionals all fall into this. This is the type of business that maybe they have just themselves or they're just starting to build out their team and that they're kind of working, working towards higher income now. So they're working their way up. They're no longer a side hustle or a brand new business. They're really considered a self-employed professional. And then it can grow from there. I mean, we've got a lot of customers on FreshBooks who are actually scaling small businesses. 
And again, this goes back to type of business more so than size of business or where it's at in its life cycle. And so when we think about this, we can think of even franchises that have multiple locations, again, growing or larger professional services. And those are, those are teams where they've got, say, an executive or they've got some, some key managers as well as building up teams underneath them. And we do have an app integration for payroll that I'm going to speak to uh, in a little bit, but this is, this is really where uh, FreshBooks can still be a good solution if, again, it's not heavy inventory or heavy assets. So this is kind of an overwhelming list, and it's not even an exhaustive list. The intention of this is to really showcase that it's still quite broad. So when you think about that, that great fit for FreshBooks, um, then it, it's still quite a broad, a broad range of businesses. And uh, really this, again, this is kind of growing and ongoing. When we think about our, most of our customer base right now, it's really kind of in that consultants, professional services, creatives, even nonprofits type of categories where there's not um, the need for tracking of inventory and assets. All right, so let's dive right in to talk about the collaborative accounting workflow. And I'm not naive to think <laughs> that there isn't more than one workflow. My experience is actually that before joining FreshBooks, I had a accounting and bookkeeping firm that I was a partner with, with my uh, business partner, and we had staff and a team, and we worked with a variety of small businesses, but we did everything from bookkeeping, payroll, management reporting, operational accounting, through to even some outsourced CFO level work. So I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not silly enough to think that there's only one workflow that fits for every client. Really what I'm just gonna show you here is where we see most accounting professionals starting with FreshBooks. And what I like to share is that where FreshBooks really can uh, have some real value to you inside of your book of business is when your client needs to do even just one piece of the workflow. And why I say that is because FreshBooks is, was predominantly designed originally for business owners, which means as when we go into it and you'll see for yourself, it is very easy to navigate. The UI or the user interface is very simplistic relative to some of the other platforms that they might've tried before. And so what that can mean is that then your client who needs to maybe just do one thing inside of that workflow is now inside of a platform that they're comfortable using. They're finding it easy enough to navigate and they're making less mistakes and actually getting their work done on time so that you can do the rest of the work that you've got inside of the workflow that matches to your client engagement. So this is just one sample workflow. Like I said, this is a starting point that I've seen a lot of accounting professionals use where they're having their client especially do invoicing. And, and when you've got a client who does do invoicing and like that's part of their, their service model or their business model is to create invoices for customers, then that's where FreshBooks is exceptional in that the invoicing side of it is really quite robust, easy to use. And often, I'm sure, I'm sure you've got, had this experience. I know I tried to uh, take on doing invoicing for clients in the past and it, it wasn't always successful because I just wasn't close enough to the business to complete that part of the equation. And, and in some cases it works, but other cases I found that it just didn't work. So this is one sample workflow as a starting point. Truly, I work with accounting professionals every day when they're starting to use FreshBooks to see 
what is going to work best with your client? What are your client's needs? What type of business are they? What's the scope of your work? I mean, how much are you being able to uh, do for them that you're gonna be compensated for and, and, and valued for? And so what we do typically when we first start with your first client with FreshBooks is we get onto a call, talk about all of those uniquenesses about that client and that client engagement, talk about our app integrations, which I'm gonna to speak to later, and really discuss what's gonna be the most efficient workflow and what's going to be a workflow that allows you to deliver the work for your client and also allows them to do any portion of the workflow that they're committed to doing. All right, so let's take a look inside of FreshBooks. I feel like I've talked about it enough and um, it'll, it'll probably just make a bit more sense if we actually dive right in. So this is what it looks like when you log into FreshBooks. And so no matter what type of business you have, no matter um, where you're at, like how long you've been using FreshBooks, these dashboards are set up automatically. And it really is um, just some at a glance information that's calculated automatically for you and for your client. And I've seen accounting professionals using this as kind of that strategy meeting or those, those talking points or those conversation points to have with a client each time that they give the deliverables that they say, okay, let's take a look to see what's being reported inside of FreshBooks and what that means when we're talking about what's next for you as a business owner. Now, I'm gonna walk through some of the uh, pieces here along the side, which is our, our menu bar. I'm not going to go through everything. I'm going to go through some of the things that you may not be aware of with FreshBooks, some of the things that accounting professionals are getting excited about learning about FreshBooks. And then I'm gonna to talk to the uh, accounting features that really are, are part of that, um, that closeout of month end or quarter end or year end that you're gonna be doing for your client with certainty. We all know that that's part of our day to day is that we at least need to get that done and the rest of the scope of the engagement can vary from client to client. So I'm gonna go ahead and walk through a couple of things that I think just might be of interest um, that you may not be aware of with FreshBooks. So let's talk first about um, estimates and proposals. This is something that I think that FreshBooks has done a really good job on, on creating this right inside of FreshBooks. And so when you think about the client who's gonna benefit from estimates and proposals, it's any of those ones like consultants is a great one where they have to send out an estimate or a proposal in order to secure the work. That's the starting point of securing the work. Tradespeople can be another example that use estimates and proposals. And when you create either an estimate or proposal inside FreshBooks, it very much looks and feels like they're creating an invoice. And that's by design so that when they do have to create an invoice versus when they have to create a proposal, that it doesn't look and feel completely different. And now they're having to remember how to use two different templates and two different formats. So although they're not serving the same purpose, they do look and feel very similar. So when you go into a proposal, I mean, this can be a custom logo. It just happens to be the little logo that's sitting here as this, this client's logo is FreshBooks, but this will be your, your client's uh, logo, uh, obviously all of their address and information. This is the customer that they're preparing it for. And then you add lines, which are different types of services or commitments that would be inside of this proposal should it come to fruition and you essentially add them the same way you would as, as if you're adding them in an invoice. 
couple of the other things that are nice, I mean, you can make some, some changes in terms of customizing what these look like. And then you can also um, require an e-signature, which is really nice inside of FreshBooks that you can have the customer who's receiving the proposal e-sign it as approval. And then once that come back, comes back, that can kick off the invoice automatically if you set it up that way. But it's nice to just have it all captured in one place, send it out for e-signature. There's no additional DocuSign or something like that required. It's all done right inside of FreshBooks. All right, so that's estimates and proposals. Again, something that a lot of clients aren't aware of, or a lot of users aren't aware of that we have in, in FreshBooks. Another one is projects. And so I've seen projects used in a lot of creative ways, but I've also seen it used very traditional in very traditional ways too. And so when I say creative ways, I, what I mean there is that I've seen uh, projects used as managing expenses on certain pieces of the business that are not necessarily projects, but say revenue properties would be a great example. So if somebody's got revenue properties and they're trying to monitor, okay, what's the revenue versus the expensive for those properties? You can set that up in projects. You can also use projects in a very traditional way, which is actually creating a project for a client that's, if you think again of like a consulting job or an engineering job, or even a, maybe you've got a, you're a plumber and you're doing work for one client, but various projects that need to be built separately. So there's a lot of different ways that, that you can use projects and uh, use it that in a way that suits your client and, and get that profitability and also invoicing specific to the project. So you can do flat rate projects or you can do hourly projects. So flat rate projects is obviously it's pre-committed and you know what you're going to be billing, but you could still track time against that flat rate to see what profitability is looking like. Oh, I just lost my internet, I think. You can still hear me okay though, right? Okay, perfect. Um, not sure what happened there. Um, so you can, you can use a flat rate uh, project and, and still you know how much you're going to bill the client, but you can still track time against it. You can also add expenses to it and you can add rebillable expenses. So maybe it's flat rate, but you can rebill certain expenses in that project. So you can use flat rate, flat rate that way, or you can create an hourly project, which is a little more obvious in terms of people track time. And then at the end of the month or the end of the uh, project, you rebill and invoice the client based off of the time that's been tracked. So if we go into one of the projects here, just to show you kind of what it looks and feels like. So let's click on edit and just, I'll just show you a couple of things. You can add team members to the project. So inside of FreshBooks, you can add a variety of different types of users. You can add an accountant or an accounting professional. You can add a admin, you can add a manager, you can add an employee, you can add a contractor. Um, I think I've covered them all off there, but once you add a team member, then you can add them to a project. So you can be specific about certain employees or contractors or team members being on certain projects. Of course, you can add different project services. So if there's different type of work, uh, types of work inside of the project, you can add that there. You can also, um, let's just go back into here, yeah. And you can 
um, track time against that. I'm going to show you time tracking in a moment, but you can see here that there's time entries that have been tracked to this project, and you can see that they've been marked as build. You can see here the invoices that have been created for this project. In this case, there's been two and neither one of them has been paid. You can also track expenses and set them up as being billable or non-billable. So billable obviously is going to be that when you create your next invoice, you could add in the expenses that are rebillable. Or if they're non-billable or non-rebillable, then it's just going to track it against the profitability on that project. If you've got expenses against the project, then you can add them here. You can also add them right at the time of entering the expense. So you've got a few options there. Last thing I'll show you inside of uh, projects that's kind of neat is uh, I've seen a lot of people use this as a bit of a collaboration tool where you can uh, discuss with your team. So again, this isn't for the client or the end customer. This is for the team uh, that's been added to this project. You can have discussion notes in here and you can post almost like a thread or an ongoing chat as well as add pertinent documents. So maybe it's um, something related to, to the scope of the work or something some uh, diagrams or some sort of workflow, you can add these in there as well. All right, so let's go back to the dashboard. Next thing I will show you is time tracking. And time tracking can be done either on desk, like a desktop login like this, which is on the cloud, just to clarify, but um, you can log in from your computer or you can log in from the mobile app. So if you've got people out, out and about and you want them tracking time, then you can do that all inside of uh, FreshBooks and they can do that on their mobile app. So if we go back over here, I won't dive into this too far, but you can create new entries. You can um, create time entries for yourself if you're set up as an employee. If you're set up as a manager, you can create time entries for other people. You can also approve time in here. You can have a timer going like this if you wanted to, you know, you'd select your client and then you'd select your project. You could put a little note, okay, this is what I'm doing and start your timer. You can also see week long as well as month long views. And, and again, you can review and approve time as well. There's no time entry sitting in here right now. So it's a, a, little, a little bare, but um, all of that functionality is right inside of, of FreshBooks, which a lot of people are really taking advantage of. Again, just to prevent having another app on the go, it keeps it all housed in here and can be used for rebuilding to the client right away. All right, next thing I'm gonna show you is bank feeds. And I'll just show you here, you go into accounting and this is where you're gonna see bank feed. I'm gonna flip over to these slides simply because I don't have a bank feed connected. But if we flip over here, you can see this is the exact same view. This is where you go to connect your bank. This is all very familiar in terms of kind of similarity to other accounting software and how this works. You go ahead and select your bank and connect it the way that you, you are used to. Once you actually have a bank or credit card connected, it's gonna show you your unmatched items sitting here. From there, you can click right onto there. And left side, right side. So left side is the transactions that have been pulled in from the bank. The right side is any suggested matches. And so in this screenshot here, you can see bulk matching. So where it's saying, we think this is this, we think this is this, this has been done automatically where it's just looking for dates and for amounts that are exactly the same to suggest some matches. If all of those were good, you can leave them checked off and click confirm and continue. If one of them wasn't, you could unclick it and 
confirm and continue. Alternatively, you could have hit skip there and it takes you to this screen where you can match them one by one. And so sometimes if you've got a lot of transactions with the same amount around the same date, you'll need to do this one by one, similar to what you would have to do in other accounting software where you're really trying to be particular about what gets matched to what. And so you have that opportunity to match on your own. Um, whoop, let me just go back here. When you scroll along this side, obviously you can get more transactions to choose from. You can also search. So if you want to say search by $14.99, you can do that here. So it, it limits how many are showing up here and you can pick and choose what you want to select from. You can also uh, click on these left sides. So again, this is the bank transaction. And you could say, this is actually a transfer. So maybe it's a transfer to another bank account. Maybe it's money that came in or went out to the owner's account. So maybe it's a case of um, that the, the client has put in money or withdrawn money. Alternatively, it can be, this is actually a personal expense. <laughs> and so I know sometimes we see that there will be, as much as we try to chain our clients that they'll use their own card or that they haven't separated the two accounts. So you could click here and say, put this to against owner's equity, which means it's gonna be part of their draw. You can also add an expense rate from here. So if you have no backup, maybe it's $5 at Starbucks, and you're like, okay, I won't worry about the backup for this. I'm just gonna enter the, the expense right here. You can click here, go ahead and enter expense and it lets you complete the details to be able to put in what that expense is actually for. And then, uh, like usual, you're wanting to get your bank account balance and your FreshBooks balance to match when you're fully reconciled. So that will only obviously happen once you've got all of these caught up, you've, you've checked off everything here, and you've got the two kind of right up to date in terms of being reconciled or matched transactions. If ever these do not match, um, same as what you're familiar with with other accounting software, it probably means that something was missed. Um, we know our bank imports with any software through Yodli and Plaid are never ideally perfect. So sometimes that's a trigger of like, oh, is there something missing? It can also be upon initial setup, you can set your, you do set your opening balance. And sometimes that's a timing issue. We took the 31st of the month, but there was actually, it actually stopped at the 30th on that statement and we need to catch those few few accounts or a few transactions or the other way around. But ultimately, once you've got everything reconciled or matched, these two are intended to match. All right, so let's go back over to the accounting software. Now I wanna just show you a few of the accounting features that FreshBooks has built out over these past few years. Let me just get rid of that. Whoops, underneath my thing here. Oh, there we go. All right. So um, chart of accounts, this is something we always like to show you when it comes to FreshBooks is the chart of accounts. And the reason being is it's a little bit different than what you might've seen before. Firstly, at this point in time, when you set up a new FreshBooks account, the chart of accounts is templated, meaning that every uh, account that you set up inside of FreshBooks will look exactly the same in terms of the chart of accounts upon initial setup. Now you do have the option to add in different accounts. So if you've got those uniquenesses inside of your client file and you need to add an account that's not a typical account, but you need it, you can add it. So you can go here to more actions and add a new account. Your client with an owner's account and a user access cannot add an account. 
So um, some people love this and some people hate it. <laughs> the people who love it are the ones who say, I don't want my client to accidentally add a, an account or think that they should be adding an account. And then all of a sudden my GL or my chart of accounts is ginormous and it's got a little out of control. The clients who are the accounting professionals who don't necessarily like this are the ones who they want to be able to give their client that flexibility. Uh, so I just like to highlight that because it is something that's different is to have these pre-populated and pre-templated and be the starting point for every FreshBooks subscription. The other thing that I'll just show you is that we have like parent accounts or header accounts and sub accounts or child accounts. And so you cannot post either through expense, invoice or journal entry to these header accounts. You can only post to the sub accounts underneath. So that's something else that I like to point out because I know in Zero, for example, you cannot post to header accounts. In QBO, you can post to header accounts. So it's something that I just like to show uh, just so that you're not kind of wondering, why can't I post right to accounts receivable? You need to post to the accounts receivable child account and know that every, every child account or sub account uh, totals up into this header account. All right, and then in terms of journal entries, you'll see that here, this looks super familiar. And so, you know, you call your, give your journal entry a name, the date, your currency, obviously you can choose there, a description, if you wanna add a description, what's the journal entry for? And then you start to enter your debits and credits. You can add multiple lines. Uh, you, you know, obviously this will need to balance in order for you to actually click on save that your debits and your credits have to match. One thing I will tell you that is that at this time, we do not have a void or delete journal entries. Now it is on the roadmap, but I wanna just share that now so that if you are somebody who are like, oh, I'm gonna put this in for now and then I'll fix it later. <laughs> uh, you, you'll want to, you'll have to re reverse it later by manually putting in a new entry and creating your, your corrected entry. So I, that is on our, our roadmap uh, to be able to have you be able to edit and uh, void and also set up repeating journal entries. That's the other thing that we have on our near-term roadmap. But in, for right now, right out of the gates, just be forewarned that you can't delete or void a journal entry. All right, let's talk about some of the financial reports. And before I dive into any single report, I'll just tell you that every report that's in here can be exported in Excel or PDF. And so, um, or and you can do that right out of here or you can also email it so those are the three ways you can get these out of FreshBooks is Excel uh, PDF or email it right out of here uh, there's a number of reports in here a lot of a lot of these are ones that you know maybe your clients a bit more interested in diving into than than you might be but if you go down here to the accounting reports you're going to see uh, you know your basic reports actually let's go into the the general ledger uh, First off, and I'll show you that. Again, this looks pretty familiar. Let's do this by, for the year so that there's a few more transactions. But this is kind of your, your source of truth. All of your debits and your credits are gonna show up inside of, of your general ledger. You've got your trial balance. Same, this looks pretty familiar to what you're used to. Your debits and credits, you can set your date. So as of as a certain date, balance sheet. Uh, you can have your balance sheet for a single period. Alternatively, you can also do a comparative balance sheet. So if you wanted to compare 
<clears throat> October last year to October this year. Uh, you can do that right here. I know for me, when I look at balance sheets, I always want the comparative. So you can compare against last month or last quarter or last year. So this looks super familiar. And then lastly, I'll show you just for point of interest. Actually, I'll show you two more. I'll show you the profit and loss. Um, again, this uh, looking rather familiar. You can dive in here as well, which is really nice. So if you're like, oh, what is this advertising expense? You can click on it and it'll take you to uh, the transaction. So the advertising expense is made up of these two. You can also click then here if you're like, this isn't advertising, this is something else. You can change that there. I know uh, that's very familiar work to, to what I've done in the past. Sorry, I just need to move my thing off right here. And then let's go back to the reports. Um, let me just pull this back up again because I kind of quickly went through that. But same thing, you can do comparatives if you want. You can also do single periods so if you just want to to give your client a deliverable. It's like just here's just October, just November. You can do that, or you can do the comparative with the total um, at the end of the year. And then lastly, I'll show you the sales tax report. So depending on whether or not you have whether or not your client has a sales tax to report and file or not, this is just when I like to, to show you, you can set up multiple sales tax. So if you've got different types of tax, so state tax and county tax and federal tax, you can set them all up here and they'll all just report in a separate section. So this, for example, is one type of tax, this is another type of tax. And so you can set up your filters to say, okay, I just wanna report uh, this quarter and take a look at, okay, here's what we, what we build and what we expense. So you, when you set up your tax, you can set it as to whether or not that that tax that you pay on expenses is refundable against the tax you owe on those invoices, if hopefully that's making sense. So if, you, if it's a netting situation where you remit the net, then you can set that up. And if it's that's not the case, it's whatever you collect, that's what you have to pay, then you can set it up that way as well. The other thing I just like to show here is that you can set this to collected versus build. So accrual versus cash base. So you just wanna watch that, that you're always being consistent if you're using this for filing your tax, uh, your sales tax report to make sure that you're always selecting the same one. Otherwise you're potentially missing some of your tax when you're reporting it. All right, so um, let's jump back over to here because I got a few more things I want to walk through and I'm just wanting to be mindful of time to make sure that we've got time for questions. I have seen some of the chats popping up and I'm, I'm not ignoring you intentionally. I promise we'll leave time at the end for questions, but um, I know that it looks like there is some questions coming through. So, okay, so let's jump over here. I'll go back to present mode so this is nice and clear. And we'll talk a little bit about app integrations. And a lot of times um, this is an area for discussion with accounting professionals. Either it's a case of, let's take a look at the app integrations that we have to see what we can do to make a really efficient workflow. Alternatively, this is also a place where I'm in constant feedback gathering mode uh, about the product obviously, but also about the app integrations that you want to see. And so this is something that we're constantly looking at new integration opportunities to integrate with other partners and really create some, some efficiencies and workflows, especially now as we're really collaborating with accountants and bookkeepers. 
But to highlight some of them, I mean, we've got over 100 app integrations. So of course, this is not an exhaustive list. But to highlight some of the ones um, that are really kind of standing out here for accounting professionals, Gusto. So Gusto is our only US tax integration right now. And so um, this is one where we work really close. We've got a really close partnership with Gusto. We've even got opportunities to uh, kick off your Gusto, um, like flip over to Gusto right from inside of FreshBooks when that app integration is there. And so we work really closely with the team over at Gusto. And I um, am good friends with, with Will Lopez, the head of the accountant channel there. And so we're constantly looking for opportunities to collaborate and make this a better experience for not just the business owners who are using the two combined, but also the accounting professionals. Sounds like we've got all Americans on this call, so I won't go into payment evolution. That's basically our Canadian payroll partner. We don't have Gusto up here. So um, payment evolution is who we have for a payroll partner. Malartu, so Malartu, if you're not familiar with them, they're a dashboarding tool and I did have them on that workflow. They are uh, one where if you're doing some more advisory or consulting or talking KPIs, or that's something that's really important to your client, uh, Malartu is the one to look at. They pull the basic information that, that, that you've got right inside of FreshBooks. They get the data off from FreshBooks and then they can run some really unique KPIs. It's very customizable. Uh, Sean over at Malar2 is very good at like, you, you know, you're not, you're not left on your own to set those up uh, on your own. Uh, you, you, he supports you and says, okay, what is it that you need for dashboards? And we'll set them up custom for you and your client. It can also pull in other integrations. So if there's things like, um, even Google Analytics, and uh, there's a ton of integrations with Malar2, so it can be a really unique tool for your client to dive into if they're kind of a tech-savvy type of client. Dropbox is um, one where you can actually use it, obviously, as a, a storage uh, platform, but you can also push uh, expense receipts from Dropbox right over to FreshBooks, and it kicks off an expense entry. So at this point, Dropbox and Roger AI are kind of our, if you're familiar with HubDoc or Receipt Bank or Auto Entry, those are our two closest at this point in time. Uh, I'll stress at this point in time. <laughs> uh, there's some things that are coming on the horizon that will change that, but for now, uh, if I talk about what we have now, Dropbox is one of them. So where you can have your, your expense receipts there and push it over and it kicks off the start of an expense uh, entry or Roger AI can also do that same thing. Roger AI has OCR, so it will read the backup like HubDoc and Receipt Bank versus Dropbox doesn't have an OCR scanner to read the backup and try to take a stab at what, what you're trying to put into the system. Uh, Roger AI is also vendor payments. So it's kind of the back end. It's actually a competitor to like bill.com. And so um, it, can, it can do both sides of those entries. And that's an integration that we have right now. Um, Shopify is one that we've gone to direct integration. Squarespace, so Squarespace is the website platform where you can, if you've got a client who's selling something over the internet and they've got a Squarespace uh, uh, website, then you can have that direct integration. So if something sells within the Squarespace uh, website, then it will uh, sync over to FreshBooks and create an invoice. Square and Stripe, um, those are, are pretty obvious as to what, what those tools are used for. Roger AI went into TaxFile and Yearly are both US tax software. And then there's just a whole host of other kind of cool ones, including things like Zoom. So if you have a client who's a consultant and maybe they 
um, they get onto Zoom for their calls and then they turn around and invoice their client. In fact, as I say this out loud, I realized that this morning I had this example. So I have a daughter who uh, she's on the autism spectrum. And this morning I had a call with her child psychologist and we were on Zoom. And uh, then afterwards, she's sending me an invoice. And so this integration would work perfectly for her because you get off the call and it just initiates an invoice and would come to me and then I can pay it as, as her as her client. So um, so that's a really cool on the Zoom. Slack is one where you can have project information go back and forth. Asana and Trello sort of similar. And of course, Zapier. We've got a lot of uh, non-native integrations that are using Zapier as the, as the interface to create create some pretty cool workflows uh, with SAPs. All right, so let's round this out by talking a little bit about the Accounting Professionals Program, which I did share. Um, it started in June of this year. And really, you know, when I started with FreshBooks, which was early this year, my first thing that I wanted to do was create a mission for the program. Why are we doing this? And, you know, it's, I'll be honest, it kind of came back a little bit to why I started with FreshBooks and came out of the roles that I was in prior to joining FreshBooks, which was really wanting to create a, um, an opportunity to help more accounting professionals. So bookkeepers and accountants and advisors really to contribute to what I would call the evolution of the the industry and accounting professionals. And some of that is technology, for sure. I mean, tech's come so far in the past few years that tech is certainly a part of that evolution, but it's not just about the technology. There's so much more to the industry, to the relationship with the client that is not about technology. And I wanted to be able to contribute in a greater way to that. And then when we set up the mission for for the accounting professionals program, of course, it needed to align with FreshBooks uh, mission, which you see here at the top. But then the mission that we created for the program is to further that evolution with the accounting professionals and their role as a valued part of the business owner's team. I'm very much somebody who is a relationship person and whether that's your relationship with your client and how extremely important that is and how technology will never replace that, it's only meant to enhance that. I'm also about relationships with the accounting partners and, and the professionals that we're helping uh, really start to work with uh, FreshBooks and use FreshBooks as a collaborative tool with their clients. And so this is just a link to our website uh, in terms of uh, the, the pieces of information that you'll find on the FreshBooks website about the Accounting Professionals Program. The link is up there at the bottom. So it's just freshbooks.com forward slash accountants. This is the information on the Accounting Professionals Program. And essentially the way to kind of get started with the program is that you'll see this uh, form here that, that gathers some of the information that we need to kick off the process of joining the the program, but there's a few other just pieces of information in there. Partner benefits. So the benefits to joining the accounting professionals program, uh, first and foremost, I like to share that there's product education and partner certification. So I've dipped into bits and pieces of FreshBooks today, but certainly the certification is the one that's going to show you all of the functionality inside of FreshBooks. We're going to dive in a little bit deeper even than, than I did today in terms of uh, using FreshBooks with your clients and how you can get your deliverables and your workflow completed. There's a referral bonus. So for every new uh, subscription that you bring onto FreshBooks or invite into FreshBooks, you get a referral bonus or a referral commission. You get to pass along an exclusive discount for your clients that they can't get without going through an accounting partner. 
you get a free FreshBooks subscription for your own use. So this is obviously for you to play around and demo data and uh, set up an integration, see how it works or showcase FreshBooks to a client. You get uh, added to the uh, directory of certified accounting professionals, which means the opportunity to gain new leads, which are existing FreshBooks customers who are looking to be matched with an accounting professional that's familiar with FreshBooks. You get dedicated account management and support. And when we were setting up the benefits for this program, I'll tell you that this was really important to me to have dedicated support because uh, I wanted to make sure that when you are working with FreshBooks that A, your support is efficient, but B, it's also knowledgeable. And what I mean by that is we've created a team inside of the existing support team that is dedicated to supporting the accounting professionals that are coming through and being partners in this program. And those team members have not only got support experience, they've got accounting experience. So when you have a reconciling support issue, they can talk debits and credits and understand what it is that you're trying to achieve without having to go through layers of people to get to that sort of support. And then just ongoing resources, a partner community, really just curated content that we are putting together for accounting professionals. It's, um, it's a two-way street. It's a communication uh, uh, opportunity because again, we want your feedback around product and program, but then we also wanna be able to give you insights as to um, not only just product and, and new features that are coming out, but even different workflows or different use cases or different resources and materials that we're providing to the partners in the program. So here's just kind of a few of the things that we've been up to the past few months. We've, um, you know, there's a, one of the resources here is part of the certification training, which is the initial product information in these two FreshBooks 101 and 201 videos. But then there's things like uh, we did firm feature webinars back in June. We had a fireside chat myself with the CEO, Mike McDermott. I'll send you all of, get all these links out to everyone who's looking for them afterwards. Um, there's a guide that I'm going to give you uh, that we created, which is, is FreshBooks right for your client? Uh, there's a blog and, uh, that I'm going to just kind of show you a snippet of. And then there's some upcoming workshops coming in. Uh, gosh, they're starting next week already, next Thursday, and then the week after. I'll share a bit about that too. So we have a monthly newsletter. So if you're interested in joining our newsletter uh, mailing list and you're not getting that already, uh, that's something that kind of keeps you up to date as to what we're curating for content. And these go to all the partners. This is a kind of a snippet of that guide where it's uh, is FreshBooks right for your client guide. This is our blog. So we're constantly putting new material and new articles onto here that accounting professionals are really kind of drawn to, to see what, what's going on with the program as well as just even use cases where we're showcasing other accounting firms. And this is the workshop that I was talking about. I'm super excited about this. I spent most of my day yesterday putting together some more of the, the content for this. It's a two part, part workshop series where we're talking about rescoping and realigning your client services for 2021. So we're taking a look at your existing book of business, really kind of doing a bit of an audit on that. And I'll give you some insights as to how to look at, at, at these clients and then look to see, are they the right fit? And if they are, is there an opportunity to do more with them? And if they're not, what do we do with those? And then the second part is, okay, so the ones that are a good fit, how do we find more of those? And what does that look like? And so I'm, I'm really excited about putting these together and I welcome you to join us uh, on these two webinars starting next week. 
actually I called them a webinar, they're a workshop. They're very much interactive. I'm hoping that people will be super interactive. I'm doing much more pausing uh, during these workshops than I've done today to give everyone the opportunity to ask questions and it really to be a, a conversation as opposed to me just leading you through what I think you should do. Uh, that's no fun. All right, so last couple things here. Something that that's kind of I like to highlight is I'm hearing from accounting professionals who are using FreshBooks. And again, they're using it in a way that's collaborative where their client is doing at least one piece of the workflow. Sometimes that's just invoicing or sometimes that's just time tracking. But what they're saying is that their clients are making fewer mistakes with FreshBooks because that interface is really so easy to use. Uh, they're getting their information entered on time. So they're doing their piece of the workflow on time. They're feeling comfortable navigating through the platform, even in some cases liking it. And uh, they're understanding their business be better. And then they're also taking advantage of FreshBooks support. And that is the support that they get and then the support that you get. So of course, as I said, you get dedicated support, but they also get support. And the support at FreshBooks is a real human being. It's gonna be, if they phone in, they're gonna be answering the call within two or three rings. If they email in, their response is given back to them within 90 minutes. And really FreshBooks, their support is something I'm really proud of. Everybody who starts with FreshBooks as an employee spends their first month in support. So I can say wholeheartedly what it feels like and, and looks like to sit in that seat. I spent an entire month incognito mode in support and uh, saw the types of questions that come in and saw how it was important to the team to get responsive, uh, get responsive answers out there really quickly, but also helpful and actually useful. And I'm really, um, really engaged with the, the customers who have those questions. All right, so I shared with you the next steps already. I kind of jumped ahead of myself. If you have any interest in joining the Accounting Professionals Program, go to this website at the bottom and you'll see the form to fill out on that web page. Now, I'm gonna pause, take a breath and let, uh, let you all ask questions. All right, I've got a ton of questions that I've been writing down from sources. Right. So um, I'm actually gonna start with one from, um, from Facebook. So Eric asked, um, when you were going through the linked um, bank transactions, it looked like it was only syncing expenses for the mm -hmm. matching and the reconciling. Um, yeah. We just want, he just wants to confirm that it's going to also sync the income items as well. So that can be matched up. It will. Yeah. Um, good call on that example. It's obviously only showing one side, but it does uh, sync both sides. Yeah. So if you've got income or out incoming money or outgoing money, it's going to sync both. Okay, awesome. Yeah, good question. Um, so the, the next question I have is, I didn't see PayPal on the list of integrations. Are you mm. in PayPal also? Good question. I need to add that to the list. So PayPal was part of our, when we had the prior version, which we now call FreshBooks Classic, we had a PayPal integration. When we first launched a new FreshBooks, PayPal wasn't available to everybody, but now it is. So um, uh, for, PayPal is one of the integrations with new FreshBooks. That's only been in the last few months that we've rolled it out to every user that's on new FreshBooks. So, yes. Okay, cool. So PayPal's yeah. new. Okay. Um, what percentage of the market do you estimate you guys have? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, good question. I mean, I think when we talk about numbers, we say that we're the number two cloud accounting software in North America. Um, 
truly, I, I don't have a solid answer for that. I mean, mainly because FreshBooks is a private company and, and doesn't release a lot of that information at this time. But I know when we talk candidly um, that it will say the, the number two cloud accounting software in, in North America. So um, I'm not sure if that answers the question, but yeah, <laughs> it's probably no, as much as I can tell you. Yeah, that helps. Um, Cause I mean, like everybody knows like, you know, the behemoth, the, the elephant in the room and approximately yep. how much they have, so. Yep, yep. Um, yep. What about Venmo? Ah, good question. So um, there is a Venmo integration. Um, it's somebody just asked me about this this past week and I really need to do a bit more research on it before I tell you how solid that, like how, how useful that integration is. I've heard a lot of people saying that um, Venmo is like their arch nemesis. So, uh, and yeah, <laughs> and, and PayPal, PayPal can be challenging too. And I know that from my experience. Um, let me just pull up, see if I can quickly grab something here that would be helpful. Okay. All right. So while um, you're, while you're doing that, um, just cause we're limited time. And if you want yeah. to get back to us on that, that's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I will get back to you in, in terms of, a, I'd love to even talk about the use case because I, it's not a native integration. So it, it really depends what you're wanting to pull over from Venmo as to whether or not you're going to want to actually set up that sync. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Um, is there a sample company that we can play with when we sign up? Yeah, so uh, when you sign up as a partner, you get a free account, um, which we always encourage you to use just as a demo account. I mean, as much as I'd love to have your own books on FreshBooks, you want something to play with. It's not at this point pre-populated with data. So you will need to put some data in there in order to really kind of get your hands dirty. It's not automatically in there like a demo company. Okay. Yeah, not at this point, yeah. Um, are the overview graphs customizable? So can you can you edit what's the on dashboard? It? Yeah, probably the dashboard. I'm I'm guessing. Let me just yeah. pull it back up here. Um, no, those are pre-populated automatically. Uh, everyone gets the full suite of the dashboard. I'm just going to go back to it here. Um, if you want something that's more in depth, that's where I'd recommend something like a Malartu. Um, but everything that you see on here is pre-populated for everybody. Okay. Um, can you you can set a few filters like this. See if you see here, you can set a few filters, but it's okay. are all automatically in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, can you add a contract to the proposal? Like people want to know, like if you could get rid of Dubsado um, or 17 hats and just put the contract right in your system. Yeah. Um, well, you could add it in a project. Um, if you put it here, let me just see. I don't think you. I like guess kind of part of a attachment. proposal. Yeah. Yeah. Here you could put it right here, but you couldn't. You'd still have to have it populated from somewhere. So you'd have to still create it and add it as an attachment. Um, but you, or could you build this out to be by signing this. You're also agreeing to the terms of the contract attached and poof. Right. Right. So if it's pre, like you have same contract for everybody or yep. you tweak it in Word or flip it to a PDF and attach it here. Yes, you could definitely put that in your in your language in here in your, as I sign, you could put in your notes and then add it here. Yep. There you go. So yeah, I think I think that, yeah, that, cool. that would work. Yeah, I think that yeah. could totally work. I like um, that use case. How easy is it to set up recurring payments? That's kind of a bane of people's existence in the other software. Yeah. Uh, where it's super hard to do that. 
So I just want to make sure that I'm asking or answering the question properly in terms of when you say recurring payments, let's say it's somebody who every week you want to pull $200 from that customer. Is that what you mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. So like a lot of, so we're doing, um, we do usually monthly packages for our mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, setting that up in, um, in some of the other softwares is, is annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. how does that work? So when you set up the payment or the invoice, um, then you can make it recurring, which will build them automatically. And when you put in that you're gonna accept their online payments, it's gonna build them and take the payment automatically. Oh, that's wonderful. That's very nice. So you, you like just that? set this up to save the online payment. So you would have to do your have your payment set up right inside of FreshBooks, not another platform. That said, you could also, if you're collecting your payments through another gateway, you could just set this up as recurring. Then it means in your bank rec, you just got to match gotcha. manually, right? But you could set this up to accept online payments and make this recurring, and then it's going to bill and take the payment on that frequency. Okay. So would you need an authorization document separate from what or is it going to send them the online payment? it's going to send it it's going to send it here for that first one and then anything ongoing it's just going to save it automatically okay. and it's going to bill it automatically yeah bill it and collect it automatically um so deborah asked a really good question are there different levels of fresh books or is there one level that everybody buys yeah good question so there's a light plus premium and select Everything from um, everything outside of the light version, this the functionality is the same. Okay. In the light version, uh, which is the the obviously the less robust one, then you're going to be limited about the types of users that you can add. Um, but anything from plus and above, the functionality is the same. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. Is there a limit to the number of accounts in the chart of accounts? No limit, no. So it's gonna be pre-populated. You can add in more, um, no limit, yeah. Okay. How difficult is it to um, move a client from QuickBooks to FreshBooks? Yeah, that's a great question. So um, depends how much transaction volume you have and how much history you want to come over. Um, there's a couple of ways that we can bring historical data from QBO. One is using MMC Convert to get your data from QBO into FreshBooks. If there's not as much data, it's also something that we can help with on the back end by pulling off um, uh, exports or CSVs or, or downloads and importing it on the, its support who has to help with that. So I would suggest that option for later if you're like, oh, there's only a few transactions a month so far versus if you've got um, a lot of heavy volume, then we'll wanna use MMC Convert to get that transactional data over. Okay. Um, and is that something that your team can, can help with? You bet. Yeah. Yeah. We actually encourage you to, to let us help with it just to make sure that you've got like a, the result that you're anticipating. Because with any accounting software switch, there's always just certain things in each software that's like, oh, that you can't do it exactly that same way. So how do you want that handled? And mm -hmm. we can help with navigating that. Okay. Um, let's see. I think I got two more questions. Um, okay. Can you show percentages in the reports? So like in some of the other pieces of software, you can mm -hmm. show percentage change. You can do a horizontal analysis, a vertical analysis. Um, yep. Can you do that easily in the reports or do you have to export them out? 
Yeah, so you can do, let me see if I can show you a basic one. Um, yeah, you're, you're going to see that, yeah, no, you're, you're, if what you, you wouldn't have to see percentage without exporting it. You could see um, a, a difference in variance, but it's not going to be, um, yeah, it's not gonna give you that percentage automatically. Uh, when you go into the P&L and some of these other reports, you will see that there's some percentages in there, but I know what you're thinking of and Yeah, you, unfortunately you'd have to pull it out to, um, to Excel and add that column. That said, I'm going to write this down as product feedback, though, because um, I love I think that. that's, like, that's one yeah. of the like that's so useful. Yeah, that um, percentage change. And, yeah, and I have to say, like that's one thing I've been super impressed with working with with FreshBooks is that they so want feedback from. Please their, give it to us. <laughs> yeah. Please but, give it to us. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. What is the account package level? Because you talked about different levels of the software. So when when we sign up for our accounts, what level do we get? Um, so oh, so for your your free subscription, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, you will get the you will not get light. You'll get um, premium or plus, whatever you need, um, depending on your use case. Basically, what it does is it it goes up in price or tier based on how many billable clients you have. But essentially your account is gonna be set to being free. So if you went like to 10,000 billable clients, which, wow, you got a lot of ambition to do that inside of a demo. But if you did, then it, it doesn't matter. It's just gonna, again, a feature set doesn't change. So it means that your experience in there won't change. So your account is set to free and um, it won't be the light. It'll be, it starts at the plus. And then as it, if you grow your clients beyond that, it just automatically changes for you. Okay. Um, Tabitha said she tried to sign up to become a partner. And after she does it, it takes her to a page with an overview of the features. So is that like somebody's going to reach out to her mm. now that she mm -hmm. signed up for it? Yes. Yeah, so when you do sign up, um, that's good to know because we played with that page last week because we just changed that form slightly. So let me take a look at that. I'm also going to take a look afterwards, Tabitha, and I'll see. I'm going to see if it, I'll be able to see on the back end if your name is sitting in there. Um, you should, though, in in moments, receive an email. So if you did not receive an email from us, that's also a trigger um, that it, we've got something going on there because we just did make a change to that last week. Okay, she said she filled out the form and she did not get an email. So okay, okay, let me play that right after this call because okay. that's important <laughs> and then last last question i'll let you go because I, I appreciate so much no, you i'm good um are okay. there any hidden fees our clients should be aware of um yeah great question i mean the only thing that you're gonna have for fee obviously is the subscription cost which if you go to our pricing page which i could pull up here um you got subscription cost and then you've got um Payments. So if you initiate payments, then like any merchant service, there's a payment processing fee. Um, but we're really upfront and explicit about what that cost is. And if you're somebody who's got high volume, then there's actually even opportunities for there to be discounts in those costs. But um, there's no other cost in terms of like, um, uh, there's nothing else that's hidden. Like it's set up an integration, that's no cost. What you will find though is as you add team members that can impact your monthly price, but it's uh, again, it's not a hidden cost. That's pretty explicit when you add them that if it's gonna cost you more, you're gonna get a big warning. Like, hey, this is gonna be 10 bucks more a month. Are you sure? Um, yeah, so, but good question. Cause boy, I hate that too. 
<laughs> okay, awesome. That is all the questions. All right. So, um, Excellent. Well, if there's awesome. any afterwards, really, really, really good questions. So you guys, it, it's funny because they're thinking about kind of, you know, comparing you guys with other softwares that they've seen. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's really cool to see um, how their questions have evolved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's well, awesome. You guys are great. And you know, something that I'll share is that um, if ever you're wondering, is a client a good fit for FreshBooks? Let me know because I'm good at telling you, yeah, this is a great fit, but I'm also really uh, smart about saying that's not a good fit. And, um, you know, I, I would never sit here and say, switch all of your clients uh, and your entire book of business over to FreshBooks because there will be some that won't fit and that's not going to set anybody up for success. So um, I would never want you to have your first client on FreshBooks be a wrong fit and then nobody gets off to a good start. So if you're wondering, uh, feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to walk through that. Yeah. And I would say one thing just, just from like looking at the platform that if you have clients that are like design based, you know, so if they're graphic designers, web designers, like look and image is important to them. I'm thinking like photographers, their mm -hmm. invoicing is, is the most beautiful of all the platforms I've seen. And mm -hmm. it's the most customizable. So if you're working with anybody that their invoice, they want that to be a beautiful document when it comes in through the email, I, your platform is it. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks. And certainly, I mean, that's because of that being the origin of FreshBooks, it started with Mike, who was a creative of sorts, um, that that's kind of that theme is carried on through throughout FreshBooks. So the visual, but still easy to use, but looks professional and presentable and, and prettier, <laughs> per se, or pretty. Um, yeah, that's certainly, certainly one of the one of the real successes that we have is is that type of client who likes that visual and looks at, to look and feel nice, but also not, you know, you need a computer science, science degree to be able to get an invoice out and get it paid. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. We really appreciate mm -hmm. you coming in and talking to us today. Um, thank if you. you can get us the slide so that way we can mm -hmm. put that in with um, the yep. information so that our students can get in contact with you and with FreshBooks, that'd be awesome. Yep, I'll send those over to, to yourself and to Katie this afternoon. All right, great. Thank yeah, you so much thanks. for being with us. Thank you all for being Bye, on the call and asking such good questions. We appreciate you and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye. Okay, so I'll stop the recording. All right, that was great.